Welcome to the Glow Girl Podcast, your go-to source for learning how to work with your cycle and optimize your hormones, gut health, and metabolism to get the results that you want. I'm your host, Alyssa Curl, an online holistic nutritionist and personal trainer who's helped hundreds of women take charge of their internal and physical health so they can get to the root cause of their imbalances and achieve their fitness goals without the crazy protocols or the restrictive diets. Like many women, I've had my fair share of hormonal imbalances, gut issues, and I struggled with disordered eating for years, which is why I made it my mission to help women like you avoid the same mistakes I made, because you can live a healthy lifestyle and practice balance at the same time. And you're next. Grab a glass of wine or your favorite mocktail and get comfy, because it's time to glow, girl. Hello, hello, girly pops. Welcome back to another episode of the Glow Girl podcast. I hope you are all having an amazing week. Um, Happy Valentine's Day, by the way, when this episode comes out. This is our little uh, Valentine's Day episode, but we're not talking about the traditional type of love today. We are talking about self-love because self-love is, I think, one of the most important aspects to our health and wellness journey. And I think just one of the most important aspects in life, right? Because in order for us to be able to show up the best for ourselves and for other people, and in order to have fostering relationships, we have to first make sure that we love ourselves, okay? So we're gonna just chat today about the importance of self-love and and all the different ways that we can actually show ourselves some love. And I'm not, you know, just talking about self-care and like bubble baths, bubble baths, bubble baths and (laughs) face masks, although those can definitely be part of self-love. You know, we're gonna talk about like the nitty gritty of of showing ourselves some love. Um, But before we, we get into today's episode, I want to share some wins and some 1% betters from the week. And I have a couple of wins that I'm really excited to share. Um, So I'll start with those first. Uh, But my first win is I got my hormone test results back. And oh my gosh, they are looking so freaking good. My hormones, I guess I should say. Um, If you have not seen the update on my Instagram I posted an update last week about my hormone healing journey. Um, I know I have a podcast episode kind of chatting about my initial like hormone healing phase when I started that back in September. Um, so if you'd kind of like to listen to, you know, the ins and outs of, of why I had my hormones tested it and, you know, what happened, uh, definitely go listen to that episode. And um, if you would like me to do an updated episode on exactly kind of what I did in order to heal my hormones and you know kind of the ins and outs of like what my testing looks like and things like that please feel free to dm me and let me know um or i think i can leave a poll up right here too and you guys can vote and and let me know if you would like to hear um an updated episode on my healing journey but yeah i I got my my test results back um last week and um when i first tested my hormones back in september uh, they were awful. <laughs> uh, basically, all of my my sex hormones were tanked, 
and um, I had stage three adrenal fatigue. There's only four stages. I was in the third and the four in the burnout stage, which is not good. Um, so I had a lot of work to do. And I only was in a hormone healing phase for about four months, which is not a whole lot of time. Um, and I was able to achieve some really great results in that four month time frame. Like basically almost all of my levels are where they need to be at. The only things I still need to work on a little bit is my testosterone levels and my cortisol levels. I am now only in stage two of adrenal fatigue. So like we're not in the clear just yet, but we have made huge, huge progress because adrenals are always the last thing to heal. Um, and they can be the most tricky and the most finicky to heal. So the, the fact that we were able to like move up <laughs> in the adrenal fatigue category and like bring ourselves out of, you know, that burnout stage is great. So I will continue working on that. And I'm just super excited to see, you know, as I continue with these habits that I've established and just continuing to work on like regulating my cortisol levels and prioritizing some some testosterone support and building some more lean muscle to, to produce some more testosterone and things like that we're we're gonna look even better in the next couple of months and my i will just do what i can to keep my hormones <laughs> healthy so and I'm, I'm feeling so much better too which is awesome like a lot of my symptoms have subsided which just goes to show that everything that i have been doing has been working so yeah that, that's my first one but yeah if you'd like to hear a a full updated podcast on that, let me know. And then my second update is I went in for my first pap smear and a breast exam, which might not sound like a very big win or like anything super exciting to celebrate. But if you know me, you know that I cannot stand having to go to the doctors or the dentist. I think just growing up, I always had just a really bad time like going to the doctors and, and the dentist like you know they're always I feel like I just had really bad physicians <laughs> like they're all just so rude and um ruthless like everything was just always so painful and so I think they just really scared the shit out of me as an adult to want to go do any checkups or um any procedures or anything like that so you know this year again just in the in the sake of wanting to really take care of my internal health, I've been trying to, and, and you know, the fact that I'm going to be turning 30 this year and I'm like, hey, you know, we should really, we should really actually start like paying attention to our health and in, in more ways than one and, and just prioritizing a couple more things. So I made it my mission this year to like make sure I schedule all of my, my like uh, appointments for, for doctors and dentists. Like I went to see um, my dentist this year um, to like have teeth cleaning and like I actually like scheduled my teeth cleanings in advance so that I um, can stay on top of those. I scheduled my my appointment to get my wisdom teeth pulled out um, and I scheduled a pap smear and a breast exam because I've never had a pap smear or a breast exam ever um, and I've always heard like just horror stories of getting a pap smear, how much it hurts, it's so uncomfortable um, and like it just scared the shit out of me so I've always avoided it. And so, like, when I was calling around, you know, to get this done, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 29. I'm almost going to be 30 this year. They're like, oh, yeah, like, this is, like, a beautiful time for you to come and do it. It's super easy. Just schedule it. You know, it'll take us less than 30 minutes to do it, and you'll be totally fine. So I scheduled it. I was a little nervous. And, like, the physician that came in was so, so nice. Like, she was just, you know, chatting with me. And it, she didn't even, like, seem like a doctor, which 
I guess that sounds bad, but like she was just like very chill and you know spoke to me like I was just a human and not just like her patient and you know she was asking questions and like and she's asking like the right questions like you know she's like okay you know like how are your periods how like have you noticed anything um out of the ordinary and and you know have you ever had anything before and she's like very just so helpful as far as explaining the process she's like this is how it goes like you know this is what we're going to be doing like she walked me through the entire process which put me even more at ease and and just made me feel a lot more comfortable especially like when you're you know having someone like down there and all up in your business you're like hey like yo buy me dinner first but <laughs> she was just she was very sweet um and yeah it, it, it was painless like it was so easy and I was telling her like I was really scared that this was gonna hurt she's like no she's like if you ever get a pap smear and it hurts that is on the physician and the clinician and, and that should not be how it is so like find a different clinician if it ever hurts and I'm like okay well good to know um so yeah I, I got that done and and everything came back beautiful and you know we're gonna make sure that we stay on top of that every three to five years or getting a breast exam every year and uh, a pap smear every three to five years is is the like recommendation so this is your PSA. If you've never done a pap smear or a breast exam, or you know, if you're over 40 and you've never done a mammogram, or you, it's been a while since you've done any of those, like let's make sure that we schedule our appointments this year to get those done because that is part of self-care. Like taking care of your health is part of showing yourself some love and self-love. Um, and you know, we're, we're making sure that we're preventing things before anything actually um develops right because they said that cervical cancer can take decades to to develop and um most oftentimes when people do develop cervical cancer it's because they never caught it in time because they never you know had their their regular pap smears so let's make sure that we are um really taking care of our hormonal health and our internal health and our overall health and well-being and and getting our checkups done even if you're like me and you don't love the doctor like let's find a physician that we we actually like and that we feel comfortable with so that we can get these things done um but that is <laughs> i'm gonna get off my my little uh soapbox for a second anyways and then <laughs> um my my one percent better for uh this week is going to be getting out of the house to to get some work done and like going to work at a coffee shop um, while I have the best home office and I love working from home, I know that I can get very distracted easily, even while like being in my office. And, and sometimes I can feel like I like resent my office a little bit just because, you know, I, I work from home all day, all week, and I don't really like leave my house a lot. The only time I leave my house is to go to the gym, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and you know while we try to get out and do things on the weekends like I, I still would like to go just like get out the house and and see like just change up the scenery you know change up change up the pace a little bit um i know like the days that i do go and work from a coffee shop i'm much more productive just because i'm you know out of my element and i'm able to just focus i don't have to focus on the dogs i don't have to focus on like oh shoot i need to do this chore or you know whatever i'm just able to focus on my work so my goal this week is to get to a coffee shop at least like once or twice um, so that I can get a little bit more stuff done and just be more productive. So yeah, that, that's my, my win and my 1% better from this week. Um, as always, please, please share me, share me, please share with me 
yours um because i always love hearing them Jeez, i can't i can't talk today what is i say that every time like anyways <laughs> okay let us let us hop into today's episode so yeah it's valentine's day wow um do you guys look forward to valentine's day at all i feel like for me it's just another day of the week like i, I can really care less about valentine's day like i know it's, it's a made-up holiday and like we should be obviously loving each other every single day you know especially if you have a significant other or whatever um and you know I, I feel like a lot of people can sometimes dread valentine's day or like make an overly big deal about it just because you know like, we all we all want to get a sense that like we're being loved or you know that someone admires us but i feel like you know sometimes we we can feel like a sense of dread right like maybe it fills you with dread because you know you're single or you're having relationship difficulties or you know maybe just the whole commercialization of it all just leaves you feeling like cold or maybe you're someone who loves valentine's day like maybe you know you look actually look forward to it and you like someone asking you to be your valentine or like you know planning a date night or you know having someone do something special for you well, however you feel about it um i, I don't care like I, I want you to do you <laughs> like whatever your feelings are about this time of the year it's your feelings about yourself that matter like that's what i care about i want i don't want you to care about someone else validating your self-worth i want you to be the one who determines what your self-worth is okay and and here's why self-love is so important and and how we should love yourself not only on valentine's day but every single mother fucking day of the year okay if we're not loving ourselves like we are not living up to our full potential okay so why is self-love important so self-love self-care self-compassion these these are you know phrases that i use interchangeably because they all mean the same thing um it may sound selfish and indulgent but it's absolutely essential not only to your mental health but also to your well-being um and it doesn't mean that you have to always prioritize your needs over everyone else's right i know you know a lot of us are not us i'm not, I'm not a mom but a lot of you guys are moms or you know you have significant others you're a care a caretaker whatever and you know i'm not naive to the fact that you know sometimes us as women or oftentimes we, we like to put everyone else's needs above ours and you know we have to to be that caregiver and take care of someone but just like you take care of everyone else you also have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself too and if anything having a good relationship with yourself is a selfless act because how you treat others is often a reflection of how you treat yourself. So having a good relationship with yourself is also the first step towards building your self-esteem and having good self-esteem. Because if you're always looking for external forces to affirm and like validate your sense of worth, chances are you'll probably be disappointed. So instead, like the, re the reassurance should come from within. It should come from yourself. So let's talk about some benefits of self-love, okay? So developing a good relationship with yourself is vital, again, like I said, for, for good mental health and, and well-being. Um, being kind to ourselves not only lowers anxiety and stress, but it can also help you build your self-esteem and your overall resilience. 
Um, if you don't develop a good relationship with yourself, you may fall into bad habits like people pleasing and perfectionism, and you may be more likely to tolerate abuse and or mistreatment. And I'm talking about, you know, just like physical abuse, but, but mental abuse. And it can be not only just from like relationships as far as like romantic relationships, but that can be from friends, from family members, from other loved ones. Um, as, as a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist, I can tell you firsthand the, the years that I spent trying to please other people and trying to be perfect all the time were because my self-esteem and self-worth were basically non-existent. Like I had numerous relationships that, you know, romantic relationships that were awful, like, and, and I dealt with a lot of emotional abuse because I just let people walk all over me because I had no sense of self-worth. Like basically I was like, this person, you know, doesn't love me. So I must be an awful person or a shitty person, or, you know, I must not matter. Or, you know, I like, I would just have people at work walk all over me, like family members walk all over me and, and really like disrespect my boundaries and, and, and overstep boundaries. And it was because I, I wasn't having that sense of self-love like I do now. And it's still a work in progress. You know, I definitely have, I'm not saying that I'm perfect or anyone's perfect. We all have our days where we don't feel the best, you know, when maybe our self-esteem is, is a little bad or we have a bad body image day or what have you. Like, we're human. We are allowed to have days where we don't feel the best. But, you know, we can actively work on our self-worth and our self-esteem daily and that comes from us showing ourselves love right so you know some some general benefits of self-love can look like increased self-esteem lower anxiety lower stress minimizing burnout building resilience uh feeling more in control of yourself your life your decisions um helping you find your values and your purpose bettering your relationship with others um, being more assertive, that definitely was a big one for me. <laughs> like I said, I let people walk all over me all the freaking time. And now I'm like, nope, mm -mm, like you're, you're not doing that. Um, also, you know, helping me set boundaries. That was another one that, that really helped me once I was focusing more on, on self-love. And just overall helps you achieve your goals. Because when you believe in yourself, of course we're going to be able to accomplish so much more. Like it's a, it's a freaking proven fact. <laughs> So let's talk about some ways that we can practice self-love, okay? And, and this is not just going to be us doing some self-care. Like, there's, there's so many different ways that we, can, that we can love ourselves, okay? That can look like listening to a podcast. Bam, you're already doing that. Perfect. Here we go, okay? You're already on the, on the road to, to recovery here. Um, going for a walk, right? Getting movement in. Um, turning your phone off or putting your phone on do not disturb so you're not always constantly doom scrolling and comparing yourself on social media or or you know setting awful boundaries with work whatever you know having good work-life balance um, treating yourself to a coffee or you know starting a new show on Netflix or watching a movie um, snuggling with your pet your puppy your your cat whatever um, turning on your favorite Spotify playlist and dancing it out taking yourself on a solo date, okay? Um, starting a book. I've read six books this year already. Can you believe it? Six books. Oh my God, I'm a reader now, apparently. Um, and that is like my favorite 
form of self-care right now. I fucking love reading all of a sudden. Here we go. <laughs> uh, taking a hot bath, going for a drive, uh, tidying up your house, taking care of your overall health and well-being, making sure that you're eating enough, making sure you're getting enough sleep, making sure that you're managing your stress levels, making sure that you're fueling your body with nutrient-dense foods, um, making sure that we are really prioritizing our mental health, doing something that you've been putting off, like I said, maybe scheduling those those doctor's appointments or that DMV appointment or whatever that you know it's something that you need to get done but you were just putting it off just because. Um, there's, there's so many different ways that we can practice self-love, guys. Like, it, and it's not, like I said, just candles and bubble baths and whatever. You know, it's also taking care of our health, fostering relationships, setting our boundaries, um, having work-life balance. Like it, it, it really just comes into play of us making sure that we're taking care of ourselves all around it. Um, and so let's talk about, you know, practicing some self-love through gratitude. I feel like that's one of my, my favorite ways to practice some self-love. So I'm going to give you a little activity that you can do right now. So if you want to maybe, you know, get out a piece of paper or a journal or your notes on your phone, um, you can always come back to this later. But if you have some time right now, I want you to write down five things that you are thankful for. Give me a minute. You can pause this for a second while you think. Okay. And then I want you to write down three of your most recent wins or achievements. This is why I always ask you guys, you know, to share your positive wins and, and your 1% betters because I think, you know, celebrating your wins, whether they're big or small, can be such a huge way for us to hype ourselves up and to practice self-love. So write down three of your most recent wins, okay? I'll give you a second. Okay. And then the next one, tell, tell a friend or a parent or a loved one um, how much you love and appreciate them. You can send a quick text. You can go call someone real quick. Um, you know, you can send a reminder on your phone to be like, text this person or call this person later. But, you know, I think just spreading love as well can, can be such a beautiful way for us to show self-love through gratitude. And then the last one. Remind yourself of all the times or of a time that you overcame something you thought you couldn't. And this can be literally anything, whether it's a career thing, a personal thing, a health issue, whatever. So, so give your second and, and write that down. And I can share mine with you. Um, I am... Five things that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for my husband. I am grateful for my health. I am grateful for my strong body and all of the things that it's capable of. I am really grateful for my business and for my clients. And I'm super grateful for my puppy dogs because they bring me so much joy. <laughs> um, and I already told you guys some of my most recent wins. I gave you two of them, which was getting getting my pap smear and my boot check done um, and my hormone health achievement. But also the other day, this week, I hit 300 on hip thrust. Hell yeah. We're hitting PRs over here, which we love. Um, so yeah. Okay. See? Easy. Easy peasy over here. And then... We can also practice self-love through affirmations. 
And I love doing positive affirmations. And I know that positive affirmations can be so, um, so like awkward for some people when they start because when I tell my clients to do positive affirmations, here is, is how I have them approach it. I have them write down like three to five positive affirmations that they want to feel about themselves on a sticky note or a paper or something like that, or I'll have them, you know, make it like their, their background on their phone. And I just want it to be somewhere that, that they see it daily. Okay. And then I will have them say those positive affirmations out loud to themselves first thing in the morning while looking at themselves in the mirror. And I know for a lot of you, that's like, oh my God, that's so uncomfortable. That's so awkward. There's no way that I'm doing that. But I promise you, yes, at first it is very uncomfortable. Okay. You're like, what the fuck? Like I got to talk to myself in the mirror. That's weird. But I promise you, the more that you do it and the more that you are repeating these things out loud to yourself, the better likely that you're going to start believing this shit. And I can tell you from, from firsthand experience, like I started doing this because like I said, like I, I was very much struggling with my self-worth. And so I started saying positive affirmations out loud to myself in the mirror. And I'll tell you at first, yeah, it was really awkward. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, bitch, you're totally strong, capable, uh-huh, mm, sure. <laughs> but then after doing it for a couple of weeks, I'm like, hell yeah, I am strong. I am capable. I am worthy. We got this shit. And, and then like the self-confidence just started getting higher and higher. And like now, you know, in times of doubt, I'm like, no, 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 like go back to your positive affirmations because you know that you are more than just this negative feeling that you're thinking about right now. And so when I have clients start doing positive affirmations, I have them keep the same ones for a few weeks or basically just have them continue saying it out loud to themselves until they actually start believing it. And however long that takes is however long I want you to, to do this as well. Um, so keep the same ones until you start believing that specific affirmation. And then once that like just becomes something you believe, switch it out for something else. I mean, that maybe you want to start believing about yourself. But the key is you got to do it daily. You got to do it in the mirror. You got to say it out loud to yourself and you have to write them down somewhere or have them somewhere that you're going to see it daily. So that could be a constant reminder to yourself. And I typically say that we have to say it at least three to five times out loud to ourselves, like repeat it because repetition is, is how we ingrain that shit in our brain. So I'll give you a couple of examples of some of my positive affirmations. You can use these as, um, you know, just, just reference, or if you would like to steal some of these, please be my guest. But some of the affirmations that I started out with are, I am worthy, I am strong, I am capable, I am grateful, I am smart, I am enough, I'm confident, good things are happening for me, I can and I will overcome any obstacle in my way, okay? Like, doesn't that make you just feel good just hearing that? You're like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, I am strong, I am confident, I am enough. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll leave you with a quote about positive affirmations, but visualize your highest self and then show up as her. Like, I want you to think about the things that you would tell a friend, like when they're feeling down and out. I'm sure you would never let your friend tell you that they are not enough, that they are incapable of doing something, that they're, you know, ugly or small or, you know, not worthy. You'd be like, hell no, girl, like you are absolutely all those things and so much more. So why is it that we 
can show everyone else love and support everyone else and you know hype them up when they're feeling low but we can't do that for ourselves so anytime that you are putting yourself on the back burner you're not prioritizing your health your emotions you're not showing yourself love i want you to think about it that way like would what you're doing right now be something that you would do or say to a friend or a loved one because the answer most likely is no and on a similar note like we cannot pour from an empty cup so if you are always showing up for other people taking care of other people first like you're just going to drain your energy right like you have to make sure that you're filling up your cup first before you start filling up everyone else's cup because you have nothing to fill from if you're pouring from an empty cup same thing applies is, like I said in the beginning of this episode, we can't show anyone else love until we can love ourselves. I have been there so many times, like I said, where I had shitty relationships because I didn't know how to love myself first. So of course, my relationships are not going to be fostering and uplifting and healthy when I'm letting people walk all over me, when I don't have any ounce of self-confidence, self-worth, boundaries, etc. So, you know, before you start jumping into relationship after relationship, like let's make sure that we are showing ourselves the same love and the same energy that we would show everyone else. Because like I said, if if you wouldn't do this to a friend or a loved one, why would you do this thing to yourself? Like negative self-talk, letting people overstep your boundaries, not prioritizing your health or your well-being. Like, come on, right? Right. Okay. Um, I digress. <laughs> Let's talk about some other ways that we can we can practice self love. Um, so we can do this through writing. So another little you know writing exercise that we can do is um, write three things that you like about yourself. Okay. You can stick, take a minute to write about that, or just jot it down, and you can come back to this later and do this exercise. So three things that you like about yourself. Three things you will do for yourself this week. Okay, that could be like a top three, three things that we must do no matter what. Um, three ways that you can show yourself kindness and love today, right now. Okay, especially on the day of love. Might as well show ourselves some love too. And then three things that bring you joy. Easy. I know you can think of three things of all these things, okay? I can tell you mine. Three things that I like about myself. I love my eyes. They're so cute. Like we have like a greenish, hazily type of situation going on and they're beautiful, I love them. Um, I also love my smile. I used to be very self-conscious about my smile. Um, like people used to make fun of my big ass teeth and now I embrace having some big ass chompers and I love it and I think my smile is beautiful and my smile makes other people smile. So yeah, I smile all the time now when I want to. <laughs> and then, um, I love my, my my resilience. I think that I'm a strong, independent woman um, who takes no shit from anyone anymore. Like like I said before, I used to let everyone off all over me. And now I'm like, mm, no, no, no. I'm putting my foot down. I got boundaries. I dare you to try me. Not today. <laughs> Those are three things I love about myself. You know, not they don't all have to be um, physical, physical, uh, attributes that you, that you like about yourself like it could be you know something about your personality something that you are are good at whatever it may be okay those are just the ones that came to mind first 
Um, and then three things that I will do for myself this week. I will make sure that I take a bubble bath because I need that. I will make sure that I am staying on top of my supplementation because, again, we, we still want to prioritize our, um, our hormone health over here. And I'm going to make sure that I do some breath work this week because I want to make sure that I am prioritizing my mental health. Uh, and that's the ones that I want to share. <laughs> okay. And then we can practice self-love through movement as well. So like I said earlier, like movement is an easy way for us to prioritize our health. And prioritizing our health is, is an easy way for us to show ourselves some love. And movement doesn't have to be this, this big major thing. Like it doesn't always have to be going to the gym and getting a two-hour workout in. Like it can be going outside and going for a walk or walking on the treadmill. Maybe we're taking a spin class or a Pilates class with a friend and like, you know, using that as just our social time. Maybe that does look like you're going to the gym and you're just crushing a fucking leg day or, you know, you're beasting it out over here and, and whatever. Or, you know, maybe that's like you stretching for, for 10 minutes because mobility is a great way for us to keep ourselves fluid and mobile when we get older, like, you know, maybe we can reach down and, and pick stuff up or get stuff off shelves or get up off the chair and off the toilet by ourselves. Like, this is all super important. Self-love, okay? Practicing yoga. You can easily get some free ones off of YouTube. Um, rolling your back and your neck or, like, doing some foam rolling or whatever. Um, yeah, all easy ways that we can get some movement in. And then we can also get movement in by treating ourselves. Like, treat yourself. Like uh, Aziz Ansari says from Park, Parks and Rex, um, you know, you can buy yourself a coffee that you usually wouldn't or stop at a local bakery, buy yourself something you've been wanting, um, treat yourself, get your nails done, treat yourself, book a massage, treat yourself, um, you know, go, go to a movie by yourself, you can get a spray tan, buy something that you need. Okay, maybe you need some new panties, maybe you need some new workout shoes or like, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever you need. Uh, you can buy yourself a cute planner, buy yourself a book on your to-read list. I just uh, bought myself a Barnes & Noble's, um, Barnes & Noble uh, membership. So I can get like discounts on books and um, I'm joining like their book club and things like that. And I have a whole huge list of books to read this year and I'm flying through it. So <laughs> I've been treating myself left and right to books. Um, so if you need any recommendations, let me know. And also if you have any recommendations, like if you are a reader, you're on book talk, give me, give me your recs because <clears throat> I'm very, very intrigued. I love all of like the spicy, spicy books, especially. Um, I think I've read almost all of Colleen Hoover's books. I'm about to start the um, Avatar uh, series, The Accord of Thorns and Roses. Um, I'm also about to start the Twisted Love series. Um, so if you just want to get a sense of the books that I like, there you go. <laughs> I also like, um, like kind of like thriller books as well. Like nothing too, too, too scary or like morbid or slasher, anything like that. But you know, I like like mind, mind thriller type things. Okay. Um, you can also go to a local candle shop or, um, you can go to like a health store, um, I love going to just like walk around all the furniture stores and just like getting vibes. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. Um, or you know, you can buy yourself flowers, man. Like Miley Tyra says, I can buy myself flowers. I can pull my own hand, whatever. Um, like there's, there's so many ways that you can practice self-love. 
So whether you're single, whether you have a partner, the one relationship that you will have for the entirety of your damn life, the only one life that you get, is with yourself. So it's important to learn to love yourself because that is who you will be spending the rest of your life with. And I'm a happily married person, okay? And I and I hope that I'm gonna be with my husband forever, but like shit happens, okay? And, or, you know, whatever might happen, if he's out of the picture for the rest of my life, I'm with me for the rest of my life. And I gotta make sure like I love myself. And same thing goes for you. So be kind to yourself, show yourself some self-care, compassion and love, and do it today and every day, okay? And that's what I'm gonna leave you with. <laughs> um, but I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Um, if you did, please rate, review the podcast, um, because it always helps me with the algorithm thing. And let me know how you're going to show yourself some self-love today. Go comment on one of my recent posts. Um, I think I posted one today about self-love, so you can go comment on there, or you can send me a DM and let me know. How you're gonna how you're gonna practice some self-love okay um but i love you guys happy valentine's day from from one self-love girly to another um i'm sending you guys all the love and and positive vibes and virtual hugs and kisses today um and i hope you guys have a great day and a great rest of your week and i will see you guys in next week's episode bye Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Glow Girl Podcast. If you love the episode, please share the podcast with your besties and tag me on socials. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any further episodes. And if you have any questions regarding today's episode, please feel free to direct message me on Instagram. I'd be happy to help. Thanks for listening. See you next time.